Okay, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we'll be having two episodes uh, regarding two very nice subjects. The one that I'm going to talk about first is none other than PS5 and Xbox 2. First of all, let me just say, if it's actually going to be named Xbox 2, just don't name it anything else. Uh, you know, giving that kind of option to Microsoft, they're going to name it probably Xbox 5 to combat PS5. <laughs> Alright, I don't care what they're going to name it, but we have two news coming out. Um, one stated that they're going to be announced... Uh, early 2019, released late 2019, or early 2020s. They also said that um, Red Dead Redemption 2 will get a great upgrade for the consoles and will feature um, upgraded everything, and it will be amazing. Now, first of all, to those who put this rumor out let me just say this doesn't make any sense you know why because you're using the same excuse gta v had back when ps3 came out when ps3 had gta v it was near the end of its cycle last of us 2 appears to come at the same time frame as well god of war is came at the same time frame it's kind of weird right it's it's all happening again but there's a big problem with this. You're thinking that it's going to happen the same way. Now, let me tell you, I am sure uh, of a few things. One, GTA Online will end with uh, the end of PS4 and Xbox One. I don't think Rockstar wants to keep having that anymore. Instead, they're going to probably opt for something even better. Which is obviously Red Dead Redemption uh, Online. So, uh, of course, Red Dead Redemption had an online component when it came on PS3, if you didn't know. It wasn't that exciting, to be honest. It was exactly like GTA Online when it first came. It was terrible until it got rebranded as GTA Online. <clears throat> so, now when I think about it, it doesn't make any sense to me. In some respects, it makes sense that Rockstar comes out, they put the game, uh, the online, they test it in November, they finally launch it after a hefty amount of time, and probably the uh, best version is going to launch on PS5. It seems a little bit reasonable that this is their strategy now. They release new entries in their games very late, into a console so that you know that online component doesn't get in the way of all those reviews and stuff so that they can you know perfect it and put it back on the market um that may be possible but i don't think that this currently is what they're doing in this short uh time to say that the consoles will be released 2019 or 2020, this is kind of a rumor that has always been around. We've been hearing how soon these consoles might get released. This is something that happens all the time. They keep saying it. They keep saying that, yes, 2018 will be the year, 2017 is the year, 19. Just sort off. That's not going to happen. It's not that easy to predict something like this. So let me tell you why this is bogus. 
that 2019 and 2020 is going to see the release of PS5, apparently. This will be a massacre for Sony. Maybe Xbox wants to get ahead because they clearly don't have anything for people to look forward to. They have a Gears of War 5, and that's it, probably. So, releasing that, after that, they would be like, okay, let's go to the next console. We don't have any time. We don't have anything. Sony has a lot. They still have a lot of big games that needs to be released, and I'm pretty sure they're going to be released in 2019 at some point, and it will get in the way of PS5 and PS4 at the same time. First of all, Last of Us 2 will be released in 2019. This is kind of an obvious thing. I don't think they're going to delay it any longer unless they want to release it for the next generation. And as how we saw with Last of Us 1, it gets released probably very late into the cycle. And maybe... You know, they announced a remastered version for PS5 so they can upgrade their graphics. Same thing there. They will do with Red Dead Redemption 2, I promise you. And I'm going to talk about something else as well as we move on. So, I know this will happen. 100% this will happen. Then we have Death Stranding, which is supposed to come 2019 as well, based on what Hideo Kojima once said, that... The game will come one year sooner than the story in a movie he talked about. And that movie happened in 2020, so 2019 is the best bet we have for Death Stranding. Then we have uh, Ghost of Tsushima, I think, another game that will probably come at that point. It seems to me that Sony has a lot of 2019 games to be released, and if those games are as good as even Spider-Man... It means that Sony is going to sell even more consoles. Recently, they said that the console sold even more than PS3 lifetime sales. And to be honest, PS3 had an impressive run for a console that came later than Xbox 360 and had a tough time actually selling stuff. So we're proud of PS4. PS3 actually has the lowest lifetime sales of the PlayStation family consoles. PlayStation 1 has 103 million. PS2... I believe it has 120 million. That's a lot, actually, when you think about it. So what makes me think about this is that basically um, uh, PS4 selling like hotcakes, even after all this time. The bundles, especially, they look amazing, so everyone wants them. Even if they don't want to play it, they just buy it for collector's edition or whatever. PS4 Pro is selling well which is a surprise to me because I thought that many people would not even consider buying PS4 Pro because of the limitations of hardware that it has and, of course, 4K TV that needs to be with it. So it seems to me that if they release that, let's say that um, late 2019 the games get released, they come out and then they want to release PS5 early or even late 2019, it would be a massacre. Those who are buying these games, they're going to be like, so why am I buying this exactly? So why do I need to buy PS5? I don't think PS5 will come this soon. I think that the reason that we haven't heard much about other PlayStation exclusives, only those that were going to come in 2019, and Sony actually knew that they couldn't you know, just showcase them again 
for PlayStation experience. I think this is the scenario, likely scenario. Until E3, there's a long time. We all know this. I think at E3, they're going to announce releases for all of these games that are remaining. Then they're going to be like, okay, yes, we have PS5, but it's not going to come out as soon as you might think. So I think they're going to announce it. Maybe they're not going to announce the console's design or showcase it just like PS4 was. They're going to showcase some things that need to be showcased, like the name, um, obviously. <laughs> the features, most likely, exactly like last time, where PS4 announced nothing but just a controller. Xbox announced everything. Uh, of course, they did the PlayStation experience back then, so it, it was a little different. Sony got the head start. Uh, but I think this is going to be what they do. And that PlayStation experience, they're going to announce the design of the console. They're going to showcase it. And then they're going to tell us the release date. I think the likeliest release date is same as always. Late uh, 2020s. You know, Every time it should be in November, December, holiday season, basically. If you don't do it at that, you're going to have a tough time selling. So I think Xbox will probably... Get the jump on Sony because you know they have nothing else to look forward to. They will probably go with 2020 release date or late 2019. Um, but I think Sony is going to take their time. It doesn't make sense for me, for example, as a consumer, to go out and buy a PS5 when I have so many other amazing PS4 games yet to play. Doesn't make any sense, does it? But if they come out and announce it late 2019. And tell me that, okay, now you have maybe this much time to finish all those games and we're going to release this console. Makes me more happier. Why? Because first of all, the focus would be on those new games. The focus wouldn't be shifted to uh, other new games coming for a new console which hasn't been tested yet. So this would be a terrible decision by Sony to release PS5 with the launch games alongside everything else. So, I don't think this is ha- I don't think this is happening. However, if we are to see all these games um, released in a much sooner time frame, like maybe summer twenty nineteen, then maybe yes, maybe Sony will go ahead and announce PS five, so that you know they can go for the holiday season because then they have time to you know basically. Um, shift the attention away but that's if they're gonna do it. and if they were we, we would have heard something it's not other realm of possibility to hear anything any news about them but i think that two of these games will not arrive in summer death stranding and last of us and cyberpunk even will not arrive in the summer 2019 i am sure they will all be released in holiday season as always So it's a very sticky situation, very sticky situation right now. So these rumors don't take them seriously. Besides, it's been only five years, and after five years, this console generation just started to get good. Before that, it was terrible. So I'm hoping that the next console generation will do some things that are very necessary. First of all, this is what I wanted to talk about first. First of all, we need 
the games on our PS4 libraries to be compatible with PS5. Second of all, I do not expect to buy Red Dead Redemption 2 again. See, when I had it on disc, of course, I couldn't play it, the data was different, and you're right, it wasn't profitable. You know, it wasn't sensible to do it. Like, you know, if I have it on disc, why would I go ahead and, you know, put it into PS4 when it can't play it? You know, the data was different. So, yes, that would make sense. Besides, they offered a lot more for the GTA V on PS4 to actually somehow justify buying it again. Though I don't think it was that justifiable. Second of all, you cannot expect us to buy Red Dead Redemption 2 again after this many uh, copies have been sold. There's a lot of copies that have been sold and most people who buy Red Dead Redemption or GTA never sell it again. They just keep it forever. So my thing is that those of us who have it digitally, not physically, even those who have physically, I expect there to be a backwards compatibility which means my library of maybe 200 games should not go to waste simply because Sony can't or they're greedy with remasters again. I don't think remasters have been that profitable, to be honest. I think they've just been, a, been an excuse to sell more uh, before a game comes out. But if they come out and say that, yes, it is backwards compatible, which will be great news, then we have another problem on our hands. Does this mean... That, for example, if Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to be relaunched on PS5, does this mean the digital copy that I have for PS4 will work or will get upgraded to the PS5 version? Do I have to pay some fee to get that? See, if they come out and say that, you know, the PS5 version of the Red Dead Redemption 2 um, will be available to you for you to buy... Uh, that would be a very weird news. Like, to me, it would be like, okay, I have Red Dead Redemption 2 on PS4. It's in my digital library. If it's backwards compatible, then now we have a bigger problem. Does this mean that the data on PS5 version is different? And if it is different, then how the hell is it backwards compatible? Because it shouldn't be. Second of all, if it isn't any different, can't this be fixed with a big update, maybe like you know, 20 gigabytes of update, which I'm fine for. So I would update that to get the PS5 version, which means that the games that I have in my library, instead of having a tick next to their name that says PS4 or PS5, I needed to say, you just own this game on all of these platforms, cross-buy, like many games in Sony's library. The problem is that Sony gives us this offer for games that are... Uh, also available on PS3 and PS Vita, two of the most, just one of them actually, is not one of the most profitable consoles Sony has made. So that makes sense for them like that, but if they come out and say that, no, no, this is a different one you have to buy, that would be bad. But if they come out and say that, okay, you have it on PS4 library, now you can pay some fee to upgrade it to PS5's version because we you know, have included features, that would be amazing because like you know if they say 20 bucks for the upgrade and if i feel that upgrade is justified of course i will do it but if they don't then i'm not gonna do it see there's a lot of problems with that 
uh, another thing that I think is really tricky with all of these things happening is what happens to the rest of our games in our digital library. See, when a new console comes, most of us will have problem with, okay, there's not a lot of games available, it's terrible, what do I do, what do I play? Now, if that backwards compatibility is on board, this would mean that every game that I have in my PS4 library, I can play them again on my PS5, and that would be great news. Why? Because no matter what launch title you get, they will just be finished. And maybe for a couple of years, like PS4, we won't have great games. So instead, I would prefer to have the games on my in my digital library to be playable on my new console, so I won't be like, okay, this was a waste of money. Many of us, including me, when we had our PS4s, we didn't have much game to play on play with. I had Infamous Second Son and Killzone borrowed from a friend actually, which is now mine. We forgot to exchange our games. So we just had that. We borrowed games from each other to keep busy, but it wasn't that much at the time. So I had to go back to my PS3 from time to time and it was terrible because of the controller being a mess after playing with PS4's controller. So this is a problem. Before Sony thinks about PS5, they should tell us that if it's backwards compatible and if this means all our digital libraries are going to be capable of being installed on PS5. Of course, if, it's back, if it is backwards compatible, this means that they will be. But, you know, it's a sticky situation. They can change. They can say that, no, only discs, <laughs> which would make no sense anyway. So, I hope that gets fixed, and, I, and I'm not sure if Sony's going to go ahead and release PS5 or even announce it this soon. I don't know where these reports came from. I think they're stupid. Uh, they're not reliable, and they're just there for the sake of being there. PS5 and Xbox free, I'm going to call it that, are going to be released perhaps sooner than later. But my idea is that almost every console generation had an eight-year, eight years life cycle. Currently, we are in the fifth year, which would mean that if these consoles get announced next year, or maybe even the year after, until it gets released, which can be another time frame, another year time frame, it would fulfill that eight year as well. Unless they're going to go with, you know, releasing them in the seventh year life cycle so that, you know, the other consoles can have their library destroyed <laughs> and put away until year eight. I don't know. But um, anyhow, this is basically all the news and my thoughts on what this new generation could mean. I really hope that this new generation gives us some really good launch title games like PS4 actually did, which kudos to them, they actually gave us good games. And the fact that, you know, they will say it's backwards compatible even with digital games, because if they don't, I'm going to kill them. Now, one last note. Why do I think that Sony's going to go ahead and say that it's not backwards compatible with digital versions? If you remember, Xbox One said they are backwards compatible with Xbox 360 games, but it's going to take some time. 
while we all remember that, most of the time, you know, they would come and say that, yes, this game is available for you. You can't play it on Xbox One. And then they were like, but you have to give us time so we can add it to the library. This meant that, you know, the digital version was different, of course. And that, you know, basically, um, you had to buy it again anyhow, but you could play it. It is backwards compatible. <laughs> it was stupid. And those who had this, they also had to wait. I really hope this isn't the case with Sony. Because, to be honest, I built quite a library, as many other people have. And if that goes to waste, I'm going to stick to my PS4 for a longer time than going to buy PS5. Honestly, I have always bought the consoles Sony gave out as soon as possible. When they launched. PS3, PS5, PS1. But um, the thing is that this time around it's a little bit different. Why? Because right now in my country money is very tight. We're in a very bad situation. I don't think I want to risk getting a new console. Which will just be an extra um, expense. To which I cannot enjoy any games on until it has good games. I hope that doesn't happen. Thank you all for joining us this episode. On this episode, we are going to have another ex- episode ex- immediately after this. It's going to be fun. And stick around.